Hey everyone, Steven here. Um, I just got to come clean. I goofed up. I'm a real dingus and I had the wrong microphone selected while recording this entire podcast. So yeah, I did what I can to save it. I hope it doesn't sound too terrible, but just know that going in. Sorry. It's the bookcast. It's 2017. Everything's wonderful and happy. New year, new bookcast. Um, hello, I'm Stephen. Um, I host this podcast on occasion. Um, also here with me is Troy. Hello there, Troy. Yeah, I'm back to the first one introduced. Yeah. Well, I got to switch it up. Get it? I get it. Um, <laughs> and also we have Daniel. Hello there, Daniel. How are you? Stephen would kill me right now if he could. Hmm. Hmm. We'll leave the reasons for that out of the podcast. Um, but yeah, we Someone are. Save me. We're back after a, a holiday break, kind of, I guess, which was mostly due oh, to we me just having. Didn't do one. I had a horrendous cough, and no one wants to hear that. Um, and but yeah, we're back. We're doing a sort of an unusual short episode because I mean I have it on good authority that we're going to hear something interesting about the switch on Friday this week. So Whoa, I didn't hear about yeah. this. I mean, I have my inside sources, don't you know? So we're going to talk about nothing but Mario Run. Yes. <laughs> Mario Run and Pokemon Go, the bookcast standard. Me um, Tomo. <laughs> um, but yeah, so ah. instead of talking about anything that's been going on, because let's be honest, not much has, um, we're just going to do a, I guess, a round robin of fun predictions of what we reasonably and not so reasonably think might actually come to pass on Friday and get excited and talk all about that sort of junk. Um, so yeah, guess we'll jump right the heck into it. Let's start with Troy. What's your first reasonable prediction for the Switch event on this Friday? Now that I'm reading it in my head, I'm not sure how reasonable it is now, but <laughs> I think it's a reasonable it. expectation is a better way to say it, but dedicated <laughs> servers for multiplayer and better social functions. I think at least the social functions, like, surely, surely they have to do something better than the Wii U video chat channel, like, what even was happening there? Surely they've got to do something. It needs to be, you know, when you press the home button and it's got all your menus and stuff, there needs to be, mm. like, a, a party chat or the game needs to much keep easier playing. accessible, like on PlayStation. Yeah, exactly. Or like, every other platform you can... Like, pull out of the game and just go to a side menu, start a party chat. And I guess, I don't think it's unreasonable because they made made an effort to focus on the esports aspect of Splatoon in the introduction video. So, it you can't really you an do inkling, that if you can't talk it? to anyone. Exactly. Yeah, an inkling. For <laughs> okay, sure podcast over. <laughs> um, um, so, I think it's perfectly reasonable. When we were running the Splatoon tournament in the Discord, it was just... So many disconnections because it was relying on uh, local hosting. I guess or, yeah, um, that sort of reminds me very much of a Xbox 360 era or like early 360 era multiplayer where we hadn't quite worked it out. And surely they've got to do it better than that. I'm going to say surely a lot this episode. I think. Yeah, just sh- what could possibly go wrong in the immortal <laughs> words of Bubsy. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on these 
ideas, Daniel? You haven't said much? I don't play online much. I mean, for me, social functions is I want to be able to easily upload pictures or screenshots or video from the game I'm playing. So like a better yeah. Miiverse integration? Yeah, mate, like, I like Miiverse, but then if I want to have to um, get the photo onto Twitter or something, I need to go to Miiverse, save the photo onto whatever, and then, you know, upload elsewhere. I, I would rather... I, I like the idea of Miiverse, but why not give me the option to upload to both Miiverse and Twitter or, or something? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up, because that's one of my favourite things about the Xbox One in particular, and the PS4 as well, like being able to take a screenshot at any time, regardless of whether the game actually supports it specifically, and then have that either on PS4 shared directly to Twitter, like right then and there, or on Xbox One, have it automatically uploaded to like a website that you can access at any point in time later on. Like you just don't have to think about it. Whereas with the Wii U and 3DS, you have to do that weird like p.nintendo.net thing or Miiverse or takes you right out. Yeah, you just have to sit there for like two minutes just to get this one screenshot and then you've like forgotten what you were doing by the time you get back. Yeah. That's pretty horrendous, but yeah. We can hope. Like, it's it's a mobile-ish device. It's not unreasonable to expect a screenshot button, I hope. Even with social I mean, functions, it could be things like leaderboards and... Yeah. Just in, like asynchronous multiplayer, like the Drivatar stuff and Forza. Hmm, that's an idea. Who knows? Cool. Sorry, Daniel. Yeah. No, no, yeah. You're going to say something. Oh, I forgot. Well, now you're, you're going to have to say something because now you have to tell us your first reasonable prediction. I predict it to be region free because <laughs> it makes too much sense for it to not be region free. It sure does. It That's sure. In my prediction, it sure did for the 3ds. <laughs> I mean, that would, you have to wonder if that was a big misstep for the 3DS, because I still know a lot of people are, oh, I'm not going to buy it unless it's region-free, and I mean, I know they're probably still in the minority, but it's frustrating. Yeah, it's... It, it, to me, Nintendo is in a position where they're on their back foot at the moment, and they can't afford little, simple problems like that. Hmm, like, I think, or well, once again, comparing to the other platforms, like... I know that PS4 is region-free, and I'm almost certain that Xbox One is. It might be on a game-by-game basis. I'm not too it's sure. It's a game-by-game basis, at least with the oh, PS4. Yeah. yeah, Vita is. I have a Japanese Vita, and I play all Australian games on it. It's... Mate, don't don't go bloody gloating about having an import <laughs> console, okay? Did you Can't hear have I have a Japanese Vita? <laughs> at least I can play Australian games on it, unlike the 3DS, which is why you want it to be region-three on the Switch. Yes. Um... I mean, like, I get eShop and all that being region locked, but just, you know, let me have region free. Just, just, if I'm in Japan, which I will be again, just let me be able to buy, I don't know, Dragon Quest 11 or whatever, and then, yeah. Or even just, like, it's, it'd be nice to be able to, A, import games that don't come to Europe and Australia, or if they do, they have a delay. It's less common now, but it does happen still. Well, so, like Tetris Cross um, or versus po- uh, Poyo Poyo, Poyo. Poyo? Mm. yeah, or Drag Dragon uh, Theater Riven Dragon Quest, or just you know, there's heaps of games on the 3ds. Like what was that? Oh, I've got it, but I can't even remember what it's called. That one that's sort of based on um, Lost Planet, but um, you lost oh, me there. It was a they made it using the, the engine that they were working on for Mega Man Legends. Um, it's like a third-person shooter game for the 3DS, and it's a ton of fun to play. But 
no one would be able to really play it. Even though it's in Japanese, you'd still be able to play it if if it was region free. I'm going to take a moment and say I will adjust your prediction and add that the region free is for multiplayer as well because that is horrible that I can't play Triforce Heroes with US people. I, I have, yeah, I can't play with anyone I know. It's exactly why you need dedicated servers. Yeah, yeah, basically. Mm. Well. So that, that that's mine. I hope you are correct. Um, I'm going to do one of mine now. Um, I don't know, this is something that I've kind of been mentioning on the podcast a lot, but I really think and hope and think it's not unreasonable to expect that we will have a lot of the main sort of Wii U multiplayer games making the transition to Switch. Like, I thought of it with with Smash Bros. to start with because the way that they've set those games up, it is Smash Bros. for something. So it's, like, basically the same game on all platforms. They all get the same character DLC and sometimes the same level DLC depending on what each platform can do. It just seems like they've set it up to be an extensible thing that can continue past the platforms that it's on. So also that'd be crazy to start again, like, just do a smash on Switch and keep what we have now, add to it, and everyone's happy. You don't have to learn a new smash and you keep all the cool stuff that's in Smash. I think it'd be a good transition. And also, you know, you got people who missed out on them because they didn't own a Wii U. Hmm, yeah, for sure. And it's a fantastic game that people, as I say, might have missed out on, and so they can get people that maybe only played Melee or N64 Smash back in the day and had no interest in a Wii U. I guess as a side note, I hope that it has USB ports for the GameCube adapter. Or at least it lets you use that uh, adapter that already exists, or they start reselling it or something. Hmm. Let's hope. Um, But yeah, I guess on top of that, Splatoon has kind of been confirmed. They've not really specifically said it is for sure, but it seems pretty reasonable to expect. And like Mario Kart 8 as well, I would love there was that fake going around earlier in the week, but like the idea of having Mario Kart 8 but with sort of a new game's worth of tracks and new characters just makes too much sense to me to sort of build on this really fantastic foundation that we have and just make more of it. I'd be all over that. Yeah, well, it basically would be a a compilation of sorts at that level. Mario All-Stars Kart transformed... (laughs) Mario Kart Generations. Ooh. But yeah, that's, that's my <laughs> first reasonable prediction. I, I hope it's reasonable. I hope it comes true. Um, yeah, anything else before we jump back to Troy? Um, maybe not just multiplayer games, but other games as well. Yeah, well, I guess any sort of ideas as to specifics? Um... Well, it's just, I'm looking back at my library and there's a whole bunch of games <laughs> that a lot of people would have missed out on because the Wii U just wasn't appealing to them. Mm, I guess, well, I look at my pile and there are so many that I have yet to play. I've bought every you major know, game I need to Mirage Sessions. Um, Those are two big Captain ones. Captain Toad. And portable Tokyo Mirage Sessions would be right up my alley. Portable oh, Captain Toad would be great. Xenoblade, yeah. wherever you go. Wherever you go, um, you have giant Xenoblade worlds. I really liked Pokken. I know that's a multiplayer game, but even having that as a re-release with the new characters from the arcade... Could give it so much just... another chance. I'm almost certain that's going to happen. Yeah? It better. Because it was such a good game, and it just it fell flat even within 
the Wii U community, I felt. Yeah, I, I know I, I said it before, but I basically dropped it because Smash exists. But you know, I guess that if there's you know similar to what we were saying before, if it opens it to a new audience that maybe isn't as Smash entrenched or I don't know has more. I've seen the characters shown off for it recently, so hmm. I can't see why they would only do that for for um, for the arcade. Yeah, which is only in Japan. So, I mean, it, that, that that that's going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised if that's actually like a launch title. Yeah, fingers crossed. On to round two. Fight. Fight. Uh, Trey, what's your <laughs> round two prediction? We're not doing fatality predictions just yet. That's later. Um, but yeah, blow us away with your reasonable prediction. Uh, I think Mortal Kombat is coming. Nah. Um, <laughs> new version of Street Pass. I think that was one of the absolute best things for the 3DS. And if it has it, I think that's Nintendo's way of saying this is replacing the 3DS. But it's portable. Street it Pass is. would be perfect. Especially for home console games. Imagine that. I hope that they beef it up a bit as well. So it's like, hey, you can store up 20, like, you know... Uh, like, give more info while it's passing. Yeah, that all I think depends on bandwidth, but if, yeah. if they up the bandwidth, um, then yeah, for sure. I mean, like, like you know, imagine how different things would be for the 3DS if they banked on Street Pass as its big feature instead of the 3D at launch. Yeah. If, if you know what I mean. Because, I mean, Street Pass has become its secret best weapon. I, I would be... Yeah, Street Pass isn't something that I'd actually considered until now, but it is still portable. It's slightly less portable, but it's still portable. And I mean, the form function is designed around it, so... I'd, I Hopefully, it would be nice if in the, in the interim they found better low-power modes so it has less of an effect on battery life. Like, it's not terribly bad on stuff now, but I often find that if I just leave my 3DS off charge for a couple of days, it's dead by the time I get back to it. Meanwhile, my... I keep bringing out my Vita, but that thing just lives for months because it does nothing oh. when I'm not playing it. Yeah, it's the same as like, like you know the Vita or my PSP Go. They they will be like, mm. like a, oh, or still charging. Uh, the 3DS probably would do the same thing if I turned off wireless when I'm not using it. But yeah, you know, it would be nice to be able to have Street Pass and wonderful standby battery life. Let's but I, mean, I think they, I think they still, you know, it's like your iPhone or, or your phone, depending on what phone you've got. Um, how's Mario Run going for you, Troy? Um, <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Did you sign up um, for Mario Run notifications? Yes. Um, oh, can we do an episode where we just do dramatic readings of reviews? Oh lord! On, on, oh. Just make that a YouTube video. <laughs> anyway, what were you talking uh, about? Your iPhone or your bad but, other phone? But, you know, not an iPhone. You, you you have to charge them up at the end of every day, and I think with the Switch, it's probably not going to matter as much because I can imagine most people will take it out. Play it while they're out and about, and then when they get home, it's going to go on the dock, which will charge it up anyway. Yeah, I think I'll definitely do that. Like with my 3DS, I have the dock and everything, but I don't necessarily always dock it because, I don't know, sometimes I just leave it in a bag or something, but 
The Switch demands it in a way. Exactly. Like I'll get home and I'll probably want to play the thing on the television. Therefore, it'll be in dock or I don't know. This has a place to go where it sort of makes sense to be. Whereas it's, I guess it's part of the hybrid handheld regular console thing. It just seems like it should live at home in this little Outside of that, because home console games are typically bigger, um, bigger deals basically Mm -hmm. than handheld games. I think that the street pass should definitely have more of an impact on the actual game itself rather than like a side feature of a game. It should be something along the lines of how Amiibo works for a lot of games where it's a, not a core functionality, but a, it's a like big a part of it. adds to the main game rather than its own separate little thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think the only thing that that reminds me of is, like, in the Wii, a lot of games would use the characters in your um, Mii Plaza just to, like, populate audiences and stuff. Maybe you could do that with Street Pass Mii's. Like, that's a very limited and sort of boring use of the Street Didn't Pass for that. Mario sort of Kart line. 7 do that with Street Pass, where it would put people that you Street Passed mm. into the game and then it would actually give your me as a... Like a personality trait in a way, oh, like, you know, comeback a... champion or banana bastard and things like that. <laughs> banana bastard, that's definitely <laughs> one of them. <laughs> Sharpshooter with the shells. Yeah, so if, if that's your play style in this uh, single player multiplayer game, that would be added to your profile. Mario Kart Drivatars. Basically. No, I made that up. I don't remember what oh. it's called. But if you <laughs> use a bunch of bananas, it will give you a title and then in the game, it meant that your me in other people's games would get more bananas. <laughs> that's that's kind of neat. Like a weird proto-Drivatar. Yeah. Like, it didn't listen to driving behavior much, but, like, more item behavior. And hmm. I was a combat cam- uh, champion because I would always get knocked up to last and then, then just win in the, the final lap. People with... <laughs> oh, comeback, not combat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. But yeah, um, things like that yeah. would be great, but we'll see. We will. I mean, I'd just still be happy with just like um, the Street Pass Plaza games. Because, I mean, those are a ton of fun, just on their own. As much as I think I'd like it, I'm going to be a bad man and say I don't think it's going to happen. But it would also be nice if it does. If it were like I, HD I, on the TV, that would be great. That actually allows you to couch it... and do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, that's that. Uh, <laughs> what is what's round two for Daniel? Fight. Um, GameCube title. Um, what did I put in there? GameCube titles will be on the virtual console at launch. Also, maybe Mother Three. Um, and all the t- titles currently on the VC will be out within the year, so they can start focusing on re- on release stuff after that. So, virtual you console. A lot in there. <laughs> Yes, Virtual Console will have a bit of focus, I hope, because I like, I like old games, I like being able to play old games on a new system, um, I would like to see Virtual Console be back in all its glory, because, I mean, you look at everything that's on the Virtual Console, including the Wii and the 3DS and the Wii U, it's a fairly solid library of titles, and... I'd have to say that the Wii would probably be left out, unless it connects to your uh, old Wii controllers and stuff. That's a good point. I actually think it will. I mean, and I could see how those Joy-Cons could be... Like, oh, actually, the good Joy-Con, point. I forgot about the Joy-Cons. Yeah, the Joy-Con 
is sort of like a Wiimote and a nunchuck when you think about it, and mm. I'm going to assume it has IR on it. Um, it seems as about as much like a Wii Remote as a Wii Remote is like a NES controller, like close enough that it's okay yeah. to use. Yeah. The only virtual console I don't see happening would be DS Virtual Console. Um, RIP your double screen dream. Yeah, and, and, and touch screen as well. Um, oh, yeah. Which, yeah, that'll be interesting. None of us had that on our predictions, I don't think, but it'll be interesting to see if it's actually a touch screen. I'm pretty sure it is a touch screen, but not in the way of a DS touch screen. Like, the, like, it's, it's weird. People hate on, um, is it capacitive or it's. Yeah, the DS is capacitive. No, DS yeah. is resistive and like okay. everything else is a uh, capacitive. So yep. people hate on resistive touch because, you know, it only allows single touch, but it also allows a lot more precision. Mm. Um, whereas capacitive is a bit. That's because it relies on your fingers though. Yeah. Let's, you let's can predict have... Apple Pencil compatibility with, with the Switch. I mean, that. Do that, I charge that, that, it by sticking it out the side of the. <laughs> Yes, um, exactly. But yeah, I, I would like to see. I mean, the big problem with the Wii U for me at launch, Virtual Console wasn't a thing, and then it's like you know, three or four months later, hey, we're launching it with Balloon Flight Fight, and here's another game mm-hmm. another week. I'm like, no, no, don't do that. Just if you want to do it, go all in with like you know, twenty, thirty Virtual Console titles at launch across several systems, and then maybe go here's two or three a week, and then just. Catch up. And yeah, GameCube will, will... I mean, that's a lot of the rumours at the moment are saying, yeah, there is going to be GameCube Virtual Console on it, and I, I just want to be able to play F-Zero GX oh. on that on the go. And, you know, and like Eternal Darkness or... Pikmin. Yeah. Yeah. I think on the Virtual Console note, I just really hope that they've learned their lesson from the Wii to Wii U transition in that... Every time you ask someone to buy a thing again, fewer people are probably going to buy it. And I'm hoping that they sort of worked it out that they can have the deals and stuff in place that's not just, like, I assume the Wii was like, they had to renegotiate everything for the Wii U. And I'm hoping they were forward-thinking enough to say, no, let's just make this contract that we can release virtual console stuff on all future platforms instead of having to renegotiate everything and do the drip feed for a third time, which I think has, it would honestly turn me off the virtual console, I think. You know what would be cool if if they could do with this virtual console, Stephen? Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, and then everyone else brings their Switch over, and they can link them up like a virtual Game Boy Advance. Please, please. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have Crystal Chronicles music in one of these breaks because you've reminded me of it, and the music in that game is just beautiful. So good. <sighs> well, yeah, I I sincerely that hope was... this happens. <laughs> like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I I'm. I have way too many virtual console games. Yeah. But at least they don't take up space on the shelf. Yeah, and but I mean, you know, I, I look at the Wii Virtual Console to Wii U, and there's still like, we didn't get any Square Enix games outside of um, some Game Boy Advance stuff. There was no Secret of Mana release on the Wii U Virtual Console or like the Final Fantasy games. Honestly, I think with um, Rewind, going back to uh, like Cloud <laughs> being released in... Smash Brothers, that was a big thing between Square Enix and Nintendo. So hopefully this means something with the Switch. Because they've already said that they're supporting it, aren't they? They were in that... Well, um, Dragon Quest 11... Dragon Quest... Yeah, 11, that's happening for it. Yeah, but I'm talking Um, about, like, real games. (laughs) 
Don't say that to Daniel. <laughs> All right. He's dedicated his life to Dragon Quest. Yeah. No, okay. But outside of Dragon I, Quest. As, as someone who was loving Final Fantasy fifteen at the moment, I, I still think I prefer Dragon Quest, just for how much... How... You know, Final Fantasy is a great buff, you know, great expensive meal, where Dragon Quest, it's a nice homemade lasagna your mum makes that just is... Hits the spot every time you have it. It's delightful. But imagine having um, both. Is lasagna in, um, in Final Fantasy fifteen, and if so, does it look incredible? I haven't seen it, but if it is in there, it would. Come up I with mean, a new lasagna out of cup noodle. I, I would like to cup see a return is the best. to, like... I would like to see a return to, um... Whatchamacallit? Something like Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, but... Because, I mean, on the Wii, that series did alright with... Um, my life as a king and my life as a dark lord, but then it's like my life as king was you, great. Uh, did did you play Dark Lord? No. You like tower defense games, don't you? Yeah. So, are you going to go out and buy my life as a dark lord now? It, well, it's a tower defense. It's tower defense. You're very demanding. Not right no, now, but I, I will look into it. Because it's <laughs> yeah, and it's really fun, um, and it sort of actually plays in as well because. It, it does tie into the story of my life as a king. Um, mm. And, but yeah, then um, Crystal Bearers happened and it sort of lost all momentum that series had. But imagine my life as king with a proper controller. Because the controls mm. in that game were a little wonky, to be perfectly honest. I mean, speaking, I mean, I wonder if that's a thing they would do, like WiiWare Virtual Console. Ooh. There's a ton of games on there that, you know, that um, Lost Wins. Because, well, I, I can play all of these on my Wii U anyway, um, through Wii um, mode, but... You know, I, we, 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 I think the thing I would mostly like is to be able to get the Castlevania and Contra rebirths without weirdly switching to the UK store, because I think, I think I just lost... I bought those games by doing the weird region switch, but I think I just lost them by transferring my Wii over to the Wii U. Like, no, I, I, st- I still got them on mine, but okay. I left mine on a UK setting, I guess. Um uh, I do know Contra didn't come out here, but the other two did definitely come out in Australia. Oh, well. It's just we're funny about Contra for some reason. I want to play Contra again. That was good fun. Um, so much fun playing that. Anything more on Virtual Console? It's like a good dog. It's good. It's like a good dog. It takes <laughs> a long good. time to get anything released. I just don't want to see them piecemeal it out one at a time. And, I mean, the other thing I put in there is for Mother 3. Like... If they had that at launch, just war. Because apparently it was they've was like it done Laura? the Earthbound and then the Mother One or Earthbound Origins, like they've beginning could be leading. Yeah, that's the one. Could be leading was, to something. Was it Laura Kay or, or, or whatever their names are, Emily, who said that that's going to happen? Like it was close to happening on the Wii U, but they sort of backed off and then. I think so that might be an switch. Emily Rogers thing, but yeah. yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I think it's a Nintendo f- hardcore fan desire, though, so... Yeah. But that's the stuff you need to be doing at launch. Getting your hardcore fans on board, using them as your marketing tool. Oh, for sure. But when I say hardcore, I mean, like, ultra-hardcore, because Earthbound yeah, like, is just not a giant franchise. People that listen to Nintendo podcasts hardcore, like... You have to be a special <laughs> person for that. Hi. <laughs> um, well, uh, I guess I'll move on to my final reasonable prediction. 
Um, I think that we will find out what Retro Studios have been up to since 2013 and Tropical Freeze. I don't know what it is. Might extended be holiday. Might not. Could be an extended holiday. They earned it. Maybe they went to too a rock, tropical too holiday. Too rock for the Switch. I mean, you joke, but shooting dinosaurs would be fun. Do you? Well, so, you know, like, um, Retro Studios is made up of the guys from Iguana. Yes, yeah, I did find that out recently, and it kind of blew my mind a little bit, how the same... And, and what did Iguana when, do? When, um, Turok. Oh. And, oh. and, and when, you, when you know that, then you look at the games, you're like, oh, yeah, I can see it. Well, like, you can sort of see the Space Pirate designs look a little bit like the, um, like the Dinoids, or whatever the hell they're called, from Turok. They got and I guess you can weird... vaguely, like, it's been a very long time since I've played any of the N64 Turok games, but... From memory, the levels were fairly open and exploratory, which maybe could be that could have been a sign of things to come, unless I'm completely wrong. I think that's kind of why I enjoyed Federation Force a bit, because it reminded me of an N64 shooter. Every episode has to bring that up. It's it's our curse. <laughs> what Federation Force? Yes. Well, but- it's either that, or we can talk about um, a game involving a baby. The baby. The baby. That, that was a pre-Troy in-joke, goodness me. Bringing back some deep cuts from Woodcast Law. Is it an um, in-joke? I, that's literally what I named my Samus amiibo. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> well, you're clearly one of us. <laughs> oh, no, but I um, still think that's a good game. So, yeah, what? like I, I have no oh, idea really? what, mm. what Retro have been up to. Uh, yeah. I mean, Metroid seems like the easy guess, but maybe it's something completely different. Who knows? But I mean, oh. what they they did Metroid Prime, right? They did, yes. Yeah. So they could do 3D and first person, and then they did Donkey oh, Kong yeah. Returns, mm. so they can do 2D. That so it's like fun. either it's going to be one of them, or it's going to be like what else can they prime. do? 4D. <laughs> it's just like you have to smell every <laughs> I don't know every element of Zebus. ZB's Star Tropics from Retro Studios. It's a cartridge that you put the Donkey Kong in and then your room smells like bananas. <laughs> you know Stunt Race FX from Retro Studios. Random tangent on that. When I was a kid and I saw in the catalogues and it had uh, on Game Boy Donkey Kong Land mm-hmm. and it said like yellow banana yellow cartridge. For some reason as a kid I just took that as all the bananas in the game were gonna show up in yellow on my black and white Game Boy. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so precious I'm so sorry for young you being disappointed at the horrible green bananas <laughs> I, d- I didn't even get the game I just saw that and I'm like oh that's cool how oh. do they do that and then it's like here's the Game Boy Color and I'm like oh, oh. it does yellow <laughs> anyway completely yeah. off topic um, well clearly yeah that's what Retro are going to do yellow bananas on the Switch that's um, not like <laughs> I mean I kind of yeah, want to see like them bananas. do something I want to see them do something different. Like, I enjoyed Tropical Freeze, and the Metroid Prime games are great, but I think they should try something else. What if they I mean, do the nice... next Earthbound? Oh, <laughs> yeah, no! Bringing um, that back. It's not going to happen though. But just just because they need a toy to be involved in them, and I don't think he'd be open to working with a Western studio or working um, anymore. Yeah, but I mean. It'd be nice to see them do something brand new, but yeah. I don't think that would happen. Like new IP level? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be well, cool. 
I guess we'll see if they do anything. We'll find out about it on Friday. Um, Friday, Friday, getting down on Friday. Switchmas is on Friday. Um, That's going to well, be a busy day. Now that we've gone completely crazy, oh. let's go nuts, wacko, Whoa. bananas. Just Let's just go completely bonkers. And yes. let's go with some predictions that we think are completely unreasonable, definitely not going to happen, but maybe they will. I think that's a good way of describing it. Um, yeah. So what's your out there, out of space prediction? Crazy prediction. Let's get make some crazy predictions. Here we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God damn it. Play fighters switch. Uh, who's first? Am I first? Um, um, yeah, let's no, do this. Things got crazy. Who's on second? No. What? Who's on first? <laughs> Who was on second? All right. First place. Okay, let's go Troy. Let's okay. Keep the same order. I I typed it in all caps. So built-in LTE connectivity. So like mm. the Vito connected to 3G and stuff. Because that worked well. Mm. <laughs> I mean, the technology is a lot better these days. Yeah, we actually had LTE connectivity, and yeah, that that could be interesting. Like, and gaming actually does not take that much data. It would be things like patches and downloads that. They probably block. Yeah, they can but keep actual that gaming. At home. You know, as long as there's a warning I mean, saying, you know, it's on you if you disconnect and lose and everything. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I have played um, Steel Diver Sub Wars over 4G a few times. So yeah, I guess not. I think I don't know. I really liked the idea of a mobile enabled feeder, like because that's the only other thing that's ever really had it. But just like. I don't know, being able to unlock trophies or update leaderboards or, you know, whatever else over just a get messages and stuff. Imagine yeah, Pokemon just, Go on it. Yeah, just like, well, hell, just playing Pokemon battles in the middle of nowhere, except as long as you have mobile coverage. Like, yeah, it would just enable a lot of neat little things that don't necessarily mean giant patch downloads, but everything else, as you say, doesn't take up much data. So I, I think... I'd be opposed to yet another LTE plan. I don't know that I'd want to pay for it, but I really like the idea. I was talking to Vuk the other day about this, is if they're small enough, maybe you don't need to be on a plan? I guess, like, the only... It really is tiny is Like, the, the Kindle does that. Like, if you get the 3G version, then you can download books unlimited at any time, anywhere you have coverage, because... Books are small; they don't take up much data. So I We're like guess the kilobytes and megabytes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I think there's all of four gigs in an entire Kindle, and I'm not even one gig in after having mine for like five years. So, yeah, they don't take up much data. So maybe if Nintendo are super generous, that would be cool. Well, it would be a good way of really capturing people and emphasizing the um the mobile part of it. Yeah, it would definitely allow a lot of the new kinds of games that have been sort of able to happen because of the always connected mobile phone. Like, not that I'm saying I want to have garbage throwaway mobile games on it, but there are good examples of games that use always online stuff that could be a cool thing to have on the Switch, I guess. Yeah, it's totally crazy, but imagine it. Hmm. Thoughts, Daniel? Um, no. Cool. Oh. It sounds it sounds, you know, it sounds cool, but I mean, well, I'm not really an online gamer, so. But I mean, even 
would it be nice to, I don't know, I could send you a message on your Switch and you'd get it on the train because you don't have a phone, you do. Uh, I want to bring up the Discord again. Imagine we do a Mario Kart night and people are like, oh, I'm not home yet, so I'll join on the Switch on the way home. Like I'm taking a bus or something. And a Discord app on the Switch runs in the background. Oh, that would be amazing. Boom. There so we that go. means it's not going to happen. Yeah, of course. But if I had better <laughs> social functions, then you know, that could help make up for the loss of a Discord app. I guess it depends on the up. OS that it's running. Imagine yeah. if it was running like a modified Android or something like that. Which I think people would have thought might be possible. Like, it would make sense. It could just be, you know, in any sort of major OS that does, you know, some sort of multitasking, I'm sure they could limit it to certain gap, certain apps that don't take up much, like, CPU and memory. But, yeah, that would be awesome to just have background chat apps, background music apps. Spotify, but that'll be PlayStation only. Ugh. Anyway, that's my I have no hope prediction. For that music on Switch. Um, well, crazy, crazy Daniel, what's your bananas prediction? Um, everyone's talking about Wii U titles getting a second chance on life on the Switch. Yeah, but you know what? I'm not about console games. I'm not <laughs> really? about portable games. Wow. I'm about portable games that I've really enjoyed, and I want to see them do well. And I'm talking the best portable game that no one gave a crap about, Codename Steam. If I didn't I see, see that in the show notes already, I would have predicted that would be the first thing you said anyway. <laughs> um, I mean, not just that. You know, stuff like Shin Megami Tensei 4 or like, you know, Steel Diver Subwars, speaking of online games. Or the um, Denka Men, they come in waves. Now with mobile waves. Uh, that, that could still, that could work because um, the way that game works is it detects Wi-Fi signals for capturing new Denka Men. Um, that could work. But I mean, you know, there's a lot of games on the 3DS I want to see get a second chance of life. And like, even though the 3DS has done well, I still think it's a platform that's by and large been ignored from a lot of people. Like, like you know, I look at, like, I'm playing, um, Seventh Dragon Code V, um, Seventh Dragon that? 3 Code VFD. Yeah, okay. Gesundheit. Um, and, <laughs> you know, IGN didn't even review that. And, or like Etrin Odyssey, no, Etrin, Etrin Mystery Dungeon, they didn't review that either. And there's a lot of games on the 3DS that just sort of got ignored by proxy of being on a portable system. Too much and water? I'd like to s- huh? Too much water. That's why IGN didn't review them. Continue. <laughs> I am on painkillers at the moment, mate. That's okay. Uh, just because- <laughs> um, FYI, everyone listening, I have the worst toothache at the moment, so. I am fading in and out. But yeah, like, you know, Etrin Mystery Dungeon and just all these really good 3DS games, I want to see them get a second chance of life on the Switch. Um, Because there are some really, really great games on there. And I I think something like Codename Steam, you know, done at, at a HD quality and presented a bit better could go over a, a, a lot better than it did on the 3ds and all of these games are made using hd assets like mm. um i've uh, seen people um use h um hd emulators yeah on the ds and it's amazing oh, that the work that goes into these games for it just to be scaled down to a ds and i imagine the same it's the same for the 3ds yeah, um, it definitely is. I've seen, like, you've seen those screenshots of Pokemon Sun and Moon in 1080p, yeah. and they look gorgeous. And then 
I cry when I look at them on my 3DS, but then I understand it's a compromise and that's what they have to do. But anyway. And I mean, yeah, so so that's my crazy prediction that I really hope happens. Just, you know. SMT4, definitely. Yeah, I was just literally going to bring that up. Like, that's a game that I want to play. It's been on my 3DS for a long time, but it's just sort of four. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4. Yeah. Like, I just haven't gotten around to playing it yet, and I fear that I won't by the time the Switch comes out. And I have... It's not that I don't go back and play old games, but I don't often... It's hard. Yeah. Like, if there's new stuff, it's hard to go back to... Just like last gen, it's not old nostalgic retro yet, and it's not current is sort of in that weird middle ground where I don't really think about it anymore. I mean, outside of DS, I don't play a lot of retro stuff, which is strange for someone who buys as much Game Boy games as I do. I'm like, I'll play them, and I'll, it's more of a hoarder mentality with those. Whereas, hmm. um, you know, the, that gets back to why I like the Virtual Console, because I'll actually play them then, because hmm. it's on a system that's with me at, at all times, and, you know... I'm just looking at my 3DS collection now, and there's like so many just games on there, like you know, Rune Factory or um, Yoko Watch Two, or yeah, just whatever that I haven't played. And it'd be great for them to. But like, I, I am accepting that the 3DS is that the that the Switch, sorry, is not going to be backwards compatible. But I, I'm an idiot. I'd buy these <laughs> games again. <laughs> yeah, I'd buy some 3DS games again just to. And I have a chance to actually play them, I think. Um, mm. Yeah, that's... I don't know if that's that's not super crazy. It's... I mean, well, it's a little bit, there is that but... rumour about Pokemon Stars, so... Oh, yeah, that's been going around. I mean, um, and, and imagine, like, Kid Icarus Uprising. It's yes. still easily one of my favourite games in the 3DS. Give that shit dual analog. It's so much better with Twin Stick. Over it. Yes. Uh, um, I mean, they, they need to, they need to re-configure um, it, because the game is made... But like you can get a lot of speed in turning using the stylus controls, mm. so it needs to be slowed down a bit in places. But even then, just t- tweak the gameplay a bit, and that would be so much fun to play on a console. Please, Sakurai, please. Yes. Um. Yeah. That's that seems pretty. I, I like that idea of the whole 3ds coming to it. Um, I guess we'll finish. Definitely things. Codename Steam though, because that oh, is the greatest game ever. Because that that'll sell the machine to the masses. It was that a good was a game. <laughs> thank, thank you, Troy. I'm glad oh. you're here. You have replaced Stephen as my favourite person on the podcast with me. Took me long enough. Well, as said the magic words. As the least liked person on the podcast, I'm going oh. to. When are we doing our dis- When are we doing our Discord? Um, Mm-hmm. Discord night for Codename Steam. <laughs> I'll do one just well, for you, okay? We'll, we'll work it out. So what's um, the last prediction, Stephen? Yeah, my one, it kind of ties in maybe with the last one about retro, maybe not. Who knows? But I predict I'm going to go bonkers crazy bananas and say there's going to be a Metro game. It'll Ooh. it'll have Samus as the main character. should be going around isolated locations without friends. And it'll be in 2D. It won't be a Prime. It'll be a 2D Metroid game. And it'll be on Why the can't Switch. Prime be in 2D? Because so that's specifically be. their 3D nickname. Yeah, gosh, Daniel. Gosh. So is Prime Pinball 2D or 3D? It's 3D. Damn, Daniel. There's left um, and right and tilt. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like I... 
I would love that to happen. I played Super Metroid a few years ago, and I love. I don't know. I think I kind of fell in love with Metroid as a result of Fusion, and I went and played Zero Mission when that came out, and played Super Metroid recently. And I haven't played it yet, but AM2R looks kind of incredible from everything I've heard from people who have played it. I want a 2D Metro game. That could be really awesome. Even if it was just like a weird little side project eShop thing, that would be awesome. And I feel like it's less likely than a 3D one. So that's why it's a crazy out there prediction. We need a 2D Metroid game and it needs to be... Now, I liked the gameplay aspects of Other M. The story and setting was a bit blah, but yeah, that's the no arguments here. Yeah, something along that, even blending the two, especially with the Joy Cons or something. Who knows? Yeah, two D. It is that isolation to do. Yeah, like it's not, it's not without merit, and we talked about it a whole bunch on an entire VCR episode years ago. But like that, I wouldn't be entirely against that. I think I'd prefer it to just be a straight-up 2D Metroid rather than a weird pseudo-2D Metroid, but I would take that if it wasn't done by Team Ninja. I'd be okay with it. Uh, they weren't the issue, from what I understand. They actually did the gameplay parts, which were awesome, and then it was... I can't remember his name. Oh, but he the, has the crazy long hair. Baby uh, McBabies from Sakamoto? That sounds right. Yeah. He's, he's the Metroid guy. Yeah, he's like, no, Samus was always a vulnerable figure. And it's just like, no, Metroid game wasn't really about Samus so much as the isolation. But well, I think... Hopefully they learn their lesson from other M and don't do that again. I just hope that they apply this... Like with the new Zelda, Breath of the Wild, it feels like they're understanding the philosophy of what made the original feel like it did and how to recapture that in modern gaming yeah. terms. Yeah. If I can do that with Metroid, with the isolation and the music and the atmosphere and obviously the classic Metroidvania gameplay. Mm. I think it's it's probably a hackneyed comparison that everyone's made at this point, but I feel like the closest I've gotten to a Super Metroid is Dark Souls, and I would love... I don't want a Metroid game that's like Dark Souls, but I want that same feeling of being isolated, having no idea what I'm doing, no one telling me what to do, this kind of working it all out through environmental hints or just trying stuff out, seeing what works. That would be awesome to have again. Figuring out the map as well. Like, the very original Metroid didn't have the map, but that made it a bit too hard. Yeah. Super Metroid was the perfect in-between. Yeah, and I feel like Super Metroid's map was so intricately designed in that there were so many backdoors into areas that you could explore, and if you mastered the, um, like, wall jump, you could get to places out of order, and Secrets breaking. Dark Soulsy comparison. Yeah, like I want to. I think my favorite part about Super Metroid was when I could reliably wall jump. The world just opened up. Like you didn't have to do it to beat the game, but I just felt like I, I don't know, I mastered my domain once. I had a hang on that move, and I haven't had that feeling again since. I want that again. Yeah, I just want them to pay attention to all the games in the, um, the series in both um, design and philosophy hmm. because metroid 2 on the game boy i know it's not the most popular one but i really liked it considering the medium yeah that's why i want to play am2r like it's a more palatable version of that for me who doesn't really have the nostalgia for that original version but yeah i totally agree um fingers crossed yeah fingers crossed 
Um, so yeah, I guess those are all of our predictions. Anyone want some crazy wild cards in at the end or achievements predicted out? Oh man. <laughs> yes. I just thought of that. <laughs> yes, please. Yes, one for please. Super Metroid that says kill the animals and one that says save the animals. <laughs> that would be so good. Because ATDQ <laughs> is on at the moment. Oh, I'm so sad I'm missing that because I'm working at the moment. That's the most fun thing. You just have um, to tune in for Super Metroid. Uh, yeah, I I feel like a horrible person saying it, but trophies and achievements, mainly trophies right now because I'm kind of entrenched in the Vita PS4 at the moment, but... It's such, I don't know, it, it keeps you playing the games and it keeps you playing them more than you probably would have otherwise. At least for me, like, a lot of the time I'll go back through a game and do different choices to see what's new and also to get the trophies for it. I yeah, it's like considering new, new options. Hmm. And having well, it, you, like, a, as a counter, like, either a gamer score or a trophy level. Yeah, either one. something that's like a meta score outside of the game that kind of, I don't know, it's very self-centered, but it shows, you know, what games you enjoy. People can see the games you put the most effort into, and I'm sure no one really checks to see which specific achievements or trophies you have, because who really cares that much? But it's just, yeah, it's just a nice extra bonus thing. I would love that. I'm glad you brought that up. It would be cool. Cool. Um, well, yeah, I guess that's it for the predictions. I guess we'll finish off for the moment and come back to... Let you know of all of our future plans for the Switches. Hello, we are back from our short break of toothaches and just general getting prepared. Yes, Daniel has a very soft face. Everyone send him nice messages on Twitter. Um, if you want to do that... He's getting a tooth ripped out tomorrow. If you don't, I'll bash you. Anyway, that's continue. what Troy's going to do. Um, if you want, if you want <laughs> and to he's got a shaven head now. He looks like the type he would. He's, mm-hmm. he's a true bearded hitman. Um, but if you want to send nice messages to Daniel, he is at WorthNintendo. W-O-R-T-H-I-N-T-E-N-D-O. Yes. Yeah, I got it. And Bingo, um, what's his name, Mary? <laughs> send him back. Videos I post up from Final Fantasy XV and the great s- stupid stats from my 3DS. They're all right. And you should send messages to Trey telling him not to inflict harm on his co-hosts. Um, and that he is the most loveliest of boys. He is a lovely boy. <laughs> Um, just, just, just send him a tweet at Stu Review hashtag Lovely Boy. Um, I think that that would be the best thing to do. If you don't put the hashtag in there, I won't read it. No, that's that's the only way you can get his attention these days. You have to just appeal to his lovely side. Yeah. He does enjoy puns. Puns is a way to get on his good side. Can I tell my latest one? Go for yeah, it. Sure. So spiders, when you put like ice cream in a soft drink, can you do that oh, with no. uh, carbonated <laughs> apple juice or sparkling apple juice? Because you can call it the spider insider. Sorry, I'm derailing it. Is, is, is there a carbonated cider? Yeah, you can get sparkling apple oh, juice. like the apple tizer. Yeah. delicious. Yeah. I kind of want to try that. That should be quite nice with like vanilla ice cream. I'm going to try that before Friday and I'll report back on that. Hashtag spider insider. C-I-D-E-R. 
Yes. Speaking of Friday. Yes. Speaking. Yes. Yes. Speaking of Friday, um, there are many things, a couple of things on the site to give you all that you need to know ahead of Friday. Um, all of the coverage of the last week of the rumor mill is all there. So if you want to know what all the other people with probably more informed sources than us have been saying, um, go there, you'll find it out. Um, and probably the most useful thing is all of the times for the Switch presentation in Australia are on the site as well. So go there. I know that in WA it's in uh, at midday, so that works out well for me. Um, 3 p.m. on my side of the country, East Coast. 3 p.m. over there. Um, but yeah, go have a look at the site. I don't know if there's more time zones. I think there might be. Daylight savings confuses me, but it's all taken There are more account. than two time zones in the world, Stephen. <laughs> but well, there's five in Australia at the moment. Really? Yep. God, what a stupid country. Pretty, it's four or five. Anyway. What does Norfolk Island come under? Well, whatever your time zone is, Norfolk Island or not, um, <laughs> so we're going to be doing some vodcasty coverage of Switchmas when it comes on Friday. Um, so, unfortunately, Daniel won't be here because he's working like a reasonable, responsible adult, um, and I assume probably couldn't get time off. But I got time off, so that's nice. <laughs> well, maybe that. <laughs> um, and I have it on good authority that Troy will be there as well. Oh, yeah. Um, and maybe other people? We Pikachu. We can get a Pikachu soundboard in again. To be confirmed. <laughs> TBC. Um, but yeah, It'll we're be gonna... recording on the Discord. Yes, yeah. Just like the last... Did we... we did it, it was for the, the Switch, Switch reveal, reveal, wasn't it? The NX yeah. reveal, yeah. Ah, that's right. Um, so yeah, we're going to do that again. Um, Troy will tell you how to get into the Discord in a few moments, but basically we will be having sort of an informal chat ahead of time. It worked out well, sort of us on voice and just talking with everyone there, which was kind of fun. Um, then we'll watch the whole thing and have a more formal-ish recorded chat afterwards about what the heck we think about it. And I'm kind of excited to do it. Um, yeah, that was super fun last time and it'll probably be, be even more exciting with actual concrete details this time. Um, yeah. But yeah. And hopefully you. a longer than two minute video to talk about. <laughs> we can only hope. Uh, we can Man, only we get ma- explained what, 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 so many times. <laughs> We got, what, like a 30-minute talk out of that, didn't we? We let oh, our imaginations so, get the best of us for that one. Yeah, so, so I should stop making fun of Game long... Explain. We're just as bad. <laughs> I actually started... I've started watching their stuff, though. I think they... You know, th- there's not a lot of Nintendo coverage on the internet, so I'll it's take true. whatever I can get. Um, well, speaking of the Discord, if we rewind it back 18th century style, um, let's... Troy has things to say about what? it. I, I don't know. Troy? <laughs> <laughs> um, 245 members. Woo! That's the big milestone. I, I reckon we'll crack 250 for the Switchmas recording, but we'll see. Um, I am looking to start organizing the game nights again, starting probably the weekend after Switchmas. With a codename Steam Week? Perhaps. Entire week dedicated <laughs> to codename Steam. Yeah. I'm actually trying to focus on a, a couple of uh, indie games this month. So we've got Fast Racing Neo. And uh, Runbo. Cool. So is Runbo online? Yeah. And Holy nine, shit! Didn't even know that. Nine players. <laughs> so the more the merrier. Unless we have ten players, and that's got to be really sad. Yeah, then it's slightly less merry when someone's left out. Hopefully, because we have a multiple of nine players. 
Or even if you split into groups. Anyway, we'll figure that out on the nights. <laughs> yes. Um, hopefully we'll have a link in the description somewhere to join the Discord. It's basically, if you're not familiar, a group chat, like chat room. A whole bunch of people part of the community of books and Nintendo games in Australia. They're all great. Basically, if you ever used IRC back in the day, it's like that, but like way better. Or, or Facebook use... group chat or something. Like yeah. There's voice if, chat in there as well, use, because um... Wii U doesn't. Yes, yeah, because we can't do that on the system. Hopefully, hopefully that won't be a thing we require for a long time. But for the meantime, Discord works really well as a, a voice chat for games and non-games. Who knows if um, we'll need it for when the Switch comes out, but uh, yeah, come out. join us for the live podcast on Friday, 3pm yes. Eastern time. I reckon we'll Mid-day do like a pre-show maybe half an hour before. Yeah, we'll play it by ear, we'll work it all out. All you need to do is join the VOOCcast voice channel. You won't be able to talk, but you'll be able to listen to us. We'll read what you say and react to it like professional podcasters. Yeah. Well, last time we took questions and we answered them. Um, hmm. We'll let you know of the specifics on the day, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I think everybody had a lot of fun on the I last one. I had a one. lot of fun. Yeah. I'm, I still got the VOOCcast channel up and it's just... It's like Twitch chat, basically. It's a, a beautiful mess. It was a lot of fun. Um, just, just you wait till I'm taking part of the the actual chat when I'm. Oh yeah, that's right. Daniel won't be there on the chat or in the voice chat, but uh, he's told us he will be there in spirit and text. So that's that should be something to look forward to. Expect many stupid, goofy pictures. I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's the Discord update. Thanks, Troy. No um, wackers. To, to spo- no wackers. Um, Isn't great? Speaking, nah, um, I'm just going to finish it there because I don't know how to follow up wackers. Oh, um, we have reviews on the site. They're still a thing because games still occasionally come out. Um, I'm working on a review for 7th Dragon 3 Code VFD. It's a long game. takes a while to do. It's it's a fun game. I'm generally positive on it. Oh, yeah, it's great. I mean, I'm way ahead of you at it. I'm loving it. Yeah. It's a great sort of old school dungeon crawler. Um, and the customization is just... Oh. So yeah, expect that soon. Um, and Troy has uh, Shin Megami Tensei for Apocalypse or SMTiva, as I am going to officially <laughs> call it from now on. Um, all the JRPGs. It's working on that to the best of my knowledge. So yeah. yeah. I've got it all written up, just have to pretty it up and proofread it and stuff. Well, there you go. Look forward to that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it for us. So thanks for listening. Another episode, uh, we'll catch you again very soon before the end of the week. And I hope you have a good time until then. Goodbye, all of my friends. Make sure you brush and floss regularly (laughs) to avoid tooth decay. Tooth decay.